Oops, you caught me. Sorry, man. I was doing something. Good morning, afternoon, wherever you are. But welcome to another edition. Actually, the second addiction. Addiction. You know where my mind is. My mind is at work. The second edition of The Urban Therapist. I am your host, Eddie Jean Hall. And joining me today is my good friend, Mr. Lewis Rose. How you doing today, Lou? I am doing just fine. All right, glad bro. to be here today. I'm glad to be here too. Glad you are able to continue to work with me, especially after the pilot, folks. Y'all don't know to do the first one. My man Lewis is very patient with me, and I appreciate it, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. It's a work but in listen, progress. We are, we are, and we want you to stay with us. Keep joining us. As I told you uh, last time around, we're going to try to cover a different topic every week, and when you join us. If it's something you like, mm, that's kind of interesting, but I'm not sure, stay with us because if it's not for you, I'm sure it will be something for someone that you know, love, or care about. So we want you to keep following us. We're work in progress, as Lewis said. We're going to be up on all the social media sites in a minute. But today, you're here with us here, and I want to thank you for joining us. So listen. We are going to get right to it today. I want to talk to you about something very important. I want to talk to you about changing. You know, one of the biggest challenges we have in life is changing. That idea of there's something with me that I need to redo, that I need to make right, or that I need to change. And, and change is hard. Change is difficult. I mean, some of us have habits that we've been dealing with for all of our lives. And that can be anywhere from 10, 15, 20, 30, 50, 60 years. You know, we're used to doing things a certain way. Or we're just used to certain bad habits that have become a part of us. And we're reaping the results of those habits. And we know we need to change but we have a hard time doing it. So what I want to talk about today, well, before we get into the topic, Lewis, I got this quotation I want to share, okay? And it goes like this. What you need to understand is the true force of the will. This is the governing power in the nature of man, the power of decision or of choice. Everything depends on the right action of the will. The power of choice God has given to man and it is theirs to exercise. And the reason I love that quotation is because it, it made me realize that no matter what I've done in life, no matter what my situation is, no matter what anybody has done to me, how I choose to respond and deal with it from this point forward is what makes the difference. Now, when I was talking to some people about this the other day, and we were talking about, you know, what if somebody has done something to you that has been hurtful, 
that has been extremely harmful, that's that's affected you mentally, emotionally, or, or spiritually, you know, something traumatic. And that does happen. And it has happened to many of us. But even with that, everything depends on the right action of the will or the power of choice. How we choose to live, to think, to act, to respond is what makes the difference in our lives. It can make the difference. It does make the difference between whether I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to succeed from this point going forward or I'm going to fail. And I'm not saying that to, 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 to do this is easy, but there are stages that we go through when we're changing, when we're using the power of our will. And so what I want to talk about today are the phases of change, the phases of change that we all go through, no matter what it is in my life, I want to change. There are six phases or six stages that we go through in each of those phases of change. The power of the will is what I use to move to the next phase. So go with me right now. Walk with me as we talk about the process of change. Right after this. Right after this. Okay. Yeah. Um, I still got to get used to the fact that I'm on, you know, live. I got my drink. It's not out. This, 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 this is not this is cranberry juice. Okay. Let's get started. I just want people to know, okay? Here's a quotation that I, I came across last week that I, I've, I've fallen in love with. Can you keep an open mind? That's what I want you to think about. Can you keep an open mind? Are you willing to challenge what you know to be true? And that's what I want you to do right now because we have truths about ourselves that we think and believe are true. We think we can't change. We think life won't get any better. We think I've got to continue to deal with this. But what I want you to do right now is keep an open mind. And as you join us on the, op on, on the Urban Therapist, I want you to keep an open mind because I want you to challenge what you believe to be true. And many of us believe certain things about ourselves. It's been fed into our psyches and we live it every single day. But I want you to challenge that. And in challenging this, there are five stages that you're going to go through, actually six. Now, the first one is, and my slide's not working. Here we go. This is talking about the process of change. Here's what I want you to believe. Another quotation. Believing that there is a bridge from where you are to where you want to go is 99% of the battle. The other 1% is to cross it. Did you get that? Believing there is a bridge, believing that there is a possibility, believing that you can do this, believing that you can do this 
This is 99% of the battle. Believing that you can. Now, the other 1% is doing the work. Doing the work is where we fall off at. And that's why I want to talk to you about the stages of change. So let's go through them real quick. We're going to go through all six stages, and then we're going to come back and talk about each one of them just a little bit today. And then next show, we're going to go in more depth. Now, the first stage of change is pre-contemplation. The second one is contemplation. The third is preparation. The fourth is action. The fifth is maintenance. And then the sixth and final phase or stage of change is called relapse. Okay? It's pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, maintenance, and then relapse. Six stages to change. Six stages, if you're going to change anything in your life, you go, we go through these six stages. So let me start with the first one. Pre-contemplation. She kind of looks like, um, she kind of looks like Gina, a light-skinned version of Gina from Martin. She does. I... You don't see it? Uh, okay. <laughs> Listen, I bring that out because she looks like she is not contemplating anything except for the moment and enjoying what she's doing right now. She's not thinking about change. And that's pre-contemplation. Pre-contemplation is I am not thinking about changing. I'm not interested in any kind of help. And I get defensive if you start talking to me about changing or about what you see in me. And, you know, sometimes we have people in our lives that care about us and, and they want to help us. They see what's going on in our lives. They see the direction our lives are going in. And they want to talk to us about it or they try talking to us about it and we get defensive. We justify what we're doing. That's pre-contemplation. That is the first stage of change. I'm in the stage. I'm in that phase where I'm happy with what I'm doing. I'm happy with the way I'm living. I'm not thinking about changing anything. That's my girl right there. She's in pre-contemplation. Now, the next phase of change is contemplation. Okay? Makes sense. We move from pre-contemplation to contemplation. Now, what's that? When I get to contemplation, I'm more aware of the personal consequences of my behavior. In contemplation, I actually start thinking about, man, how is this affecting me? Now, maybe I need to change. Maybe there are some things I need to do about this. And, and I start considering the possibility of changing the behavior, but I still may be ambivalent about it. But at least... In contemplation, I'm starting to think. I haven't changed yet, but I'm starting to think. In contemplation, what you're doing, you're weighing the pros and the cons of quitting or modifying the behavior. Follow me on this. We go through these phases with anything 
that we're going to change in our lives or anything that we want to change. The reason I'm going over this now is because if you and I learn this, what we can do is we can apply this to our lives so we can effectively make change happen. In contemplation, if I'm weighing the pros and the cons of quitting or modifying my behavior, then what I'm doing is I'm, I'm starting to think. Now, the other thing in contemplation is I might doubt the long-term benefits outweigh the cost of changing. Now, contemplation is important. You got to understand and know why the benefits of moving from where you are to where you could be. And that's something we can't force people to do. Contemplation is a decision you've got to come to on your own. So now the next phase, oh, is this preparation. I thought I had something else to add to contemplation, but I'm gonna come back. The next phase is preparation. Look at this quote, believing we make a difference and taking action moves us forward, okay? The only way to change is to start changing. So believing we make a difference and taking action moves us forward. So phase three of the phases or the stages of change is preparation. So here's what preparation looks like. First of all, in preparation, I make a commitment. Notice I don't make the commitment until preparation. In contemplation, I'm thinking about it. In preparation, I've actually made a commitment to change and I'm ready to start doing what I need to do. Preparation is also mixed with, you know, get information about what needs to be done to change the problem behavior. You start doing your homework. You start looking up what you need to do in order to do what it is you need to do. Now, here's a warning sign right here. This, listen, listen, listen. Don't skip stage three. Don't skip stage three. Don't skip preparation. What happens to us when we finally decide we want to change certain things in our lives, when we start thinking about it, we're looking at the benefits, we're weighing the pros and cons, and finally we see how the pros outweigh the cons, and we're like, yeah, okay, I'm ready to do that, I want to do it, but then we don't prepare. We don't do our homework. We don't put things in place. This is where we slip up. This is where we mess up. This is where we often get stuck because we don't do our preparation. And then when things fall off and things don't work out, I'm like, oh man, you know, I might as well just give up. And I go all the way back to pre-contemplation. I just don't care. Let me, let me say something. Sure. So is this where you're saying, you know, how some uh, stages um, or phases you can skip a phase, right? Like in some kinds of processes. But what you're saying in this process, uh -huh. do not skip the third phase. It's an important, crucial exactly. phase. Exactly. 
Yes. And sometimes you might find yourself between stages, but you can't skip this one. You can't skip it. And I'm sorry. I know I said it that way I did. You can't. You can't skip it. You don't want to play around with it. You don't want to take it lightly. Because when we do, that's what causes us to slip back. One of the reasons it causes us to slip back into our old habits because we're not prepared. We didn't do our preparation. Okay, so let's go to phase four. Action. Okay, I've gone through pre-contemplation where I didn't care about what I was doing. I was happy with what I was doing. I was happy in the way I was doing it. I moved from pre-contemplation to contemplation. I started thinking, you know, let me look at this. Maybe I do need to change. Maybe they're right. I weigh, start weighing the pros and the cons. I'm still doing my thing a little bit, but at least now I'm weighing the pros and the cons and looking at what are some of the benefits if I do change. Then I move to preparation where I start doing my homework. This is what I want to make new in my life. This is what I want to, this is how I want to change. This is what I want to be different. What do I need to do to do that? Who who else has done it? What's out there that I can use? Start doing my homework, preparation. Then the next phase is action. You may say, well, that sounds simple and not all the time and not really because now with action, I'm starting to really fight against my old habits. Actively, I get actively involved, involved in changing behavior by using a variety of different techniques. I don't know the variety of different techniques unless I've done my homework in preparation. So what is it about yourself that you're looking to change? What is the homework that you've done? That's part of preparation. If there are things about me I want to change, I just can't have, as they put it, I can't just have in counseling, I just can't have just one tool in my toolbox. When I'm looking to really make some serious changes in my life, I got to look at a variety of different ways that I can do that because I might try it this way today. But the way I'm trying it today might not work because of my situation tomorrow. So the more I know, the more different tools I have to attack that particular thing that I want to change. The more tools I have to throw at it, the more chances I have of being successful. The other thing is in the action phase, this next statement, mental and emotional commitment to deal with personal and environmental pressures. Now, see, that's important. See, when I'm in the action stage and I got my tools because I've done my preparation, I know what I need to do. Now, my mind and my body is going to go at war. They're going to go at war against the decision I've made to change. But in the action stage, I've got to be committed no matter how I feel. And no matter what's going on around me to pull me back in that old direction, I'm not going to do it. That's action. That's action. Staying the course no matter how I feel or the consequences 
of my actions in my environment. Now, here's a couple other things right there. In that phase, in the action phase, we're open to receiving help. Remember in pre-contemplation, I'm defensive. Even in contemplation, eh, I might listen to you a little bit, but I really don't want to listen to you. Now in the action stage, I realize I need help and there's nothing wrong with asking for help. And it's important for me to understand in order to maintain what I'm doing, I am going to need help. So in the action stage, I'm open to receiving help and I'm open to seeking for support or seeking support from other people. In the action stage, I realize I, if I can have help and if I can get help and if people want to help me, put the pride to the side and I get what I need from who's willing to give it to me to do what needs to be done. That is the action stage. Now, phase five, maintenance. Maintenance. Maintenance is when I've successfully avoided the temptations to return to the old habit. I got some time under my belt. I can see how things are working out. I can start seeing some benefits from, from being strong, from holding on and, and, and from working on my plan and preparation. The new skills that I've acquired to deal with life and, and then I also get and develop more coping strategies in the maintenance stage because I got to continue to avoid the negative or the stressful situations. And let me rewind on that. Sometimes you can't avoid negative and stressful situations when you've decided to change and go in a new direction in your life. But if I got strategies to deal with those things, it helps me to continue to move forward. The problem with most of us, and I know personally with me, is that when I'm looking or start thinking about, I need to change and I start saying, yeah, I need to do this, I need to do that. My preparation is not strong. So then my actions don't meet the need and my maintenance is short-lived because my preparation and my action were not what they needed to be. I was so now, say, it, yeah, it almost sounds like the preparation puts the infrastructure in place exactly. for for change because you got support, you got you know a plan, right? And mm -hmm. and it's like if you don't have those things in place, it's almost like you say you're, you're setting yourself up to fail because you, you'll go into something without that preparation and it's almost like being impulsive, just I'm just going to do it for the sake of doing it, but I didn't really think about it. Exactly. And, and, and you know, we we do that with major changes we need to make in our life. We move off our emotions and I tell people Emotions can be a catalyst for change, but emotions cannot sustain change. I'm going to say that again. 
emotions, our emotions like anger, fear, uh, even excitement, joy, they can be a catalyst for change, but emotions cannot sustain change. That's why if you and I understand the stages of change, the phases of change, how whatever you want to call it, these stages, these phases, and there's six. And if you understand each one, you can work within the science of those stages to bring change about in your life. And so after we come back from the break, we're going to we're going to just wrap things up a little bit with a thought. And then we're going to talk about what the next show is going to be about. Okay, so let me share this with you. In the fifth stage, you're still having thoughts about returning to your old habits. In the maintenance stage, it doesn't mean like, you know, now you have, I have no thoughts of doing these things anymore in my mind and my heart is pure and clear and strong. You are stronger, but you're stronger because you've been practicing doing those things that you need to do in order to change. And you're focusing on the benefits that you've gained in deciding to make this change in the first place. That's maintenance. Looking at what you're doing and seeing, grasping the benefits, no matter how small they may be right now. But the longer you do it, the longer you put things in play, the more benefits you will see from deciding to make those changes in your life. So that takes us back to the quotation that we started with this morning. Everything depends on the right action of the will. What you and I choose to do That's what it's all about. Not what anybody did to me. Not what anybody said. I know they said it. I know they did it. And, and trust me, believe me, as a counselor, as a therapist, being empathetic, understanding, I know, looking at my own life, I know. But here's the other thing I know. The power of the wheel. No matter what anybody has done to you, that's the one thing they might have tried to bend, they might have tried to break, they may have tried to take advantage of, but you still got it. You still have that power of choice. And the next part of this quotation, the power of choice God has given to man, to men, it is theirs to exercise. If you and I look at your power of choice like a muscle, you and I use it every day on a regular basis. But if we don't use it to challenge ourselves, ourselves to change those big things in our lives, those things that have been holding us down, 
holding us back, if we don't use our will to choose to do what we need to do to fight those things, it's not going to get stronger. But if we attack it, if we challenge ourselves, that's what makes us grow and we get stronger and stronger and stronger. I want to play. I want Lou, go ahead, go ahead, Lou. I'm sorry, because I'm getting excited and I know it's the time. Huh? Okay, we're good. You good? You ready? Yes. Okay, so yo. I know we didn't talk about step six, relapse. We're going to talk about that next time. But I want you to listen to the words of this song. This is an old school jam by the Commodores called This Is Your Life. And what I want you to understand is this. This is your life. No matter what mistakes you've made, no matter what has happened, this is your life. And if you and I learn how to use the power of will, the power of choice, we can change our lives. Because this is your life. I'll see you next time. Do what you wanna do. So much in life to see you through. Be what you wanna be. Be strong and tell the world you're free. I see the children of the world searching to find themselves and who they are. So many roads for them to choose, yeah.